Welcome to Ice Flame. Join us on another Star Wars adventure. Punch it, Chewie. Another Star Wars adventure we are going to go on today, and it is the second week in November, and I'm super pumped to be with you and talk about some more book reviews, as that is our book, doing Star Wars book reviews, that's what we're going to, our month, or our, blah, 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 our theme here in uh, uh, November, and so I am super pumped to do that with you. I got my coffee, and I'm ready to go and talk some Star Wars with you guys, so um as we do this, uh, just a reminder, uh, check out our socials, uh, go to um, Ike's Flame, a Star Wars Adventure on Instagram and Twitter, uh, and you DM me, I always love to hear from you guys, interact with you guys, so a lot of fun, and um, also, uh, one thing I've gotten away from, but I'm hoping to start back up a lot more regularly, is doing a question of Ike's question of the week every Saturday morning. So tune in for that. That'll be on Instagram and uh, Twitter. And I uh, just love to interact with you there. All Star Wars related. So um, we got some good stuff going. And I hope you guys are excited as I am. Uh, we got a lot of Star Wars to talk about. We got last few weeks of Andor coming up. Uh, we had Tales of the Jedi. So we got a lot of good stuff. We got Bad Batch coming in uh, January. And always... We got a lot of holidays coming up as well. Um, just so, just some good stuff in life. So, um, hope you guys are excited with all that as much as I am. So, we're gonna dive into what we're the two books we're gonna review today. And uh, last week we talked about the Padme book trilogy by E.K. Johnston. Um, great book trilogy. Highly suggest you guys go check that out, check those out. Check out my podcast from last week on those. And each week here we're gonna do a book trilogy or a couple books that are connected and so um, we're going to continue with that and so this week we are going to talk about two books um, related to the Kenobi show uh, that came out even just this year and I'll be able to discuss those and talk about those as well so um, the first of the two that came out was Brotherhood by Mike Shen um, I believe I'm saying Shen right um, and so that one, uh, so that's the first one we're going to talk about. And the other one we're going to talk about is Padawan by Kirsten uh, White. And so we'll discuss that and uh, talk about that as well, which um, Padawan's based on Obi-Wan Kenobi and specifically and Brotherhood is Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi, which I mentioned Brotherhood last week as well. And so as we dive into these, uh, we're going to do what we did last week. We'll just give you a little bit of a synopsis. You hear my thoughts. We'll do, we'll look at the Goodreads good, good rating and all that good stuff. So let's get started here with um, Brotherhood. So like I said, uh, written by Mike Shin, and it came out in May of 2022, so this year, um, and so its Goodreads rating is 4.2 out of 5, so a pretty good rating there, and uh, it is a very quality book that um, came out and explores, in a lot of ways, Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship, and we'll dive into that a little bit more here. So, But before we get going too far, let us actually, I'm going to read the 
back of the book for you. Um, that way you can hear this if you don't have it right in front of you and just kind of give you a glimpse of this and then we'll dive in a little bit more. So um, this is what the back of the book says. Anakin helped, held up the comlink, a thin device, just for emergencies. I promise I won't call you or track you. You'll follow all their rules. All right, Obi-Wan said, Put it in, putting it in his pouch, but no communications from you. I will call you if I need something. Hey, Anakin said, palms up for emphasis, you know me. Several months ago, those few words might have come with resentment or defiance, but here, a cheekiness came through, and the look in Anakin's eye, Anakin's eye lacked the usual judgment of the past, and instead arrived with a hint of amusement. What would life be without constantly fighting with Anakin? Obi-Wan smiled to himself. It would certainly have few, have a fewer headaches. I should go. They stood, eyes locked, as a gunship ignited its engines. It rumbled loud enough to pause their conversation before it floated off to join its battalion. Goodbye, my young apprentice. He stopped himself before saying apprentice. Behind him, the droid beeped to signal that his things were loaded. Goodbye, my young friend. May the force be with you. And so this book is taking place um, in between in between the uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. And I love what they do with this book because they actually, this book is based off of something that is referenced in Revenge of the Sith. And we'll talk about that here in a second. But so the premise of this is, so this is taking place shortly after Attack of the Clones. And Anakin has just become knighted. He has just become a Jedi Knight and he's on his own. He is uh, working to, he's kind of doing his own mission. He's becoming his own battalion, working, probably going to start working with the Fire First. And so a lot of this explores Obi-Wan and Anakin's relationship uh, after Anakin is knighted and is no longer Obi-Wan the Apprentice. Um, they're obviously still good friends. They are obviously still uh, very connected, but they are not uh, master and apprentice anymore. And, and you notice as I was reading this, um, the synopsis here, it talks about uh, Obi-Wan almost says goodbye, my young apprentice, and instead said, catches himself and says young friend. And so it just, this book dives into this. And the base of this book, like I said, is actually based off of something in that is mentioned in the uh, Revenge of the Sith. So in Revenge of the Sith, after, so towards the beginning of Revenge of the Sith, after they get back from rescuing Palpatine from Grievous' ship and killing Count Dooku, Obi-Wan, and Anakin, and uh, Anakin, Obi-Wan tells Anakin to have his spotlight with the politicians and all this, and there, there's a little bit of banter there talking about how many times they, Anakin saved his life, and uh, Obi-Wan says the business that business on Cato Nemordia didn't count. Um, and so I'm guessing this is where they got this idea for this. This a lot of this book takes place with Obi-Wan on a mission on Cato Nemordia, which is um, very fun and interesting. And this actually goes back to a little bit of what we talked about with Padme some of the Padme trilogy last week is uh, Nemordians are not trusted because they're the ones that are on the Trade Federation and there's a lot of skepticism with what they do and um, this 
it's whether or not is the separatists framing the Jedi on Catanamordia for a disaster that happens. And, um, Obi-Wan is sent to figure this out. Um, it's kind of the premise. And at this time, Obi-Wan is not supposed to contact anyone while he's on Catamoria. Obviously, we have the comm link mentioned here with Anakin giving it to Obi-Wan and say, hey, this is just in case for emergencies. And you can probably figure out where Anakin ends up by the end of the book. Um, we also have another um, kind of fun uh fun character in this book uh, mill of beth is her name she is a young padawan or a youngling she's not a padawan yet and she actually accompanies uh matt or uh, jenna and i anakin on his uh, mission and accompanies to him to eventually meet up with obi-wan and we get to see this what do you want to say we get to see this relationship that Anakin builds with Mill and Mill is in this book kind of becomes that like realization that Anakin can have a Padawan um at first Anakin's like eh, I don't really want to deal with this but it grows on him and so I think this is kind of a setup also which we all know for Ahsoka to come along and uh kind of looking at that and just how that interaction works and I think it gives Anakin the confidence to have a Padawan, um, which is a fun dynamic that we see in this book. And uh, the other thing that I want to point out with this book is specifically is um, that we end up seeing a very significant uh, antagonist that plays a role within the Clone Wars TV show and... Yeah, Clone Wars TV show. And we see this um individual um just to give you a hint uh two red bladed lightsabers um that comes and becomes a significant part of this book and really the first mention of this individual within the star wars timeline and the role that she plays so we kind of get to see uh how this per this individual she comes into play within the clone wars which is a fun aspect of this book as well and so um you may know her by just my references but you also may not know who that is but um just give you a little teaser there and i think the other thing with this book specifically to look at and talk about is this camaraderie that obi-wan and anakin have uh throughout the book there's these references of like oh like Anakin over here, he'd have a master plan to get out of this situation, um, kind of a reckless plan. Or if Obi Wan was here, he could talk him way out, talk his way out of the situation. And like these, they're both having these thoughts of not being together because these is really their first missions not together, um, where they are separated. They are not um, even master and apprentice. They are just two separate Jedi knights. And so I think this idea that they are they are separate and they're figuring out how to do missions on their own again and it'll be one for on his own again and anakin for the first time and they it, it's interesting i love how mike shin brings in like this element of like these a lot of these thoughts of like man i wish anakin was here or, hey, and I wish Obi-Wan was here, he'd know what to do, or he'd have a thought or an idea for how to get out of this situation or the best way to handle this situation. And so I think it was, it was very intriguing to see this 
this kind of back and forth that we see. Um, the other thing with this, we also get to see a little bit of Anakin's relationship with Padme in this book as well, and just some of the things that happened there, and a little bit of Anakin growing up within his relationship with Padme, within just being a Jedi Knight now, and they... Um, have to figure out what it looks like uh and i think obi-wan has to figure out okay i it's not my role to correct and guide anakin as much as it was um and anakin realizing hey i can make choices and do my own thing and obi-wan's going to respect that even more than he did before and so i think realizing those two things is very crucial for them bonding together in a new way um, and building a relationship for each of them in a new way and that sort of thing. Another thing I want to mention too is, I mentioned this last week, is Mike Shen and E.K. Johnston uh, actually worked together to make sure their books did not overlap, um, particularly Queen's Hope and Brotherhood, uh, just so that because they were they kind of coincide in the timeline they both have they, they both work with Padme and Anakin and Anakin and Padme are both in all that and so they actually worked together to make sure they coincided well and worked together well which I think is pretty cool um, I think anytime we see Star Wars authors working together to um, make things cohesive make things understandable and even better in the star wars universe is just fun um which uh, i think is part of the beauty i'm going to mention the old republic of the old republic uh, book series and all that's going on which phase two is just launching which is super exciting i'm super pumped about that and also um just yeah it's just fun to see that so and we'll probably talk we're i do know we're going to talk about some High Republic books here in a couple of weeks, uh, which I'm super pumped about. So, But I think when we see this cohesiveness, it's just cool to see. Um, and I think the other thing is like we get some of the flashbacks that we get from... Uh, what was I think of? Oh, from uh, the Kenobi show with Anakin and Obi-Wan training together and all that. Like That had to have taken place, I feel like, right before... Anakin was knighted uh and so like just seeing some of that and I just even like look at the cover art for Brotherhood is there is very similar like looks and hair that they have that we see for the the flashbacks in Kenobi and so that's just fun to see that as well and kind of see all that cohesiveness work together between the Kenobi show and Brotherhood and Queen's Hope and how all that fits together. So that is um, our first book. Um, so that is Brotherhood. I would highly recommend this book. I really enjoyed this book. Um, I thought it was it was a good read. It was a fun read. Uh, and it just gave some more insight to Obi-Wan and Anakin. And I think, um, I'll say this, like a lot of people are Obi-Wan fans or Anakin fans or both like, if you are, read this book. You're going to like it um, if you haven't read it already. And uh, it's just fun. And we also just get to see a little bit different sides of, like, the Jedi. So, I mean, we get a little bit of Mace Windu in there and Yoda and some other things as well, which is always fun to pick up on. Um, and I think also, just if you're a Clone Wars fan, I would pick this up as well. Uh, that is super fun to see. And I think also 
this plays like we get some foreshadowing for Revenge of the Sith within this book of like how Anakin's gonna work things out, how uh, Obi Wan, the place that Obi Wan's gonna be put in, and so th- those are some fun things that we discover in this as well. So that is Brotherhood by Mike Shin came out in May of this past year, and um, it is a good read. It is a fun read, and I would highly recommend that. Uh, to those of you looking for a good Star Wars book to read. And also specifically with familiar characters from movies. Like, if that's what you're looking for too, this is a great book for you. So, that is Brotherhood. And we're going to take a short break and we will be right back with you for our uh, second half of the podcast and to discover and look at Padawan. Alrighty, we are back with you, and we are going to discuss Padawan by Kirsten White. And uh, this book is uh, has nothing to do with Anakin. Um, it is, but it has everything to do with Obi Wan. And I think this is, it's a lot of fun to see this, um, see where Obi Wan comes from. And so this is this book. The premise of this book is Obi Wan as a Padawan, and so, just to give you guys a little bit of an overview, like I said, this is by Kirsten White, and this was released at the end of July of this year, in July, end of July 2022, and it is a very good solid read. So, as we do with these book reviews, we are going to dive into what the back has to tell us, and so let's um, do that real quick. So, this is what the back says. I'm Obi-Wan. And you are? She stood still, smiling. Up this close, he could see that she didn't have hair so much as a dozen waving tendrils extending from her head. Definitely a Machian, so not known for extreme strength or jumping abilities. She had been using she had been using the force, hadn't she? He also saw what he had been too focused on her to sense, as half a dozen of other beings appeared from the trees surrounding him, including the one who had stolen his lightsaber to begin with, who was wearing, who was wearing a hooded cloak that hid their features. Obi-Wan sighed. And you are not alone. The others appeared to be more or less the same age as him, all dressed in the same bizarre, haphazard fashions of... As his thieves, they were a mix of species. Some he recognized and some he didn't. And they all eyed him with a combination of wild curiosity and tense wariness. Welcome to Lenara, the girl said. We, her head tendrils stilled, and she turned to her left. Obi-Wan looked that way. But all he saw were the trees they had, they had come through. A, bo- a boy taller than Obi-Wan, and the girl but the same species as her skin green tinged with the shadows of blue nodded i feel it too back to the camp he called half the group was already moving as though obi-wan no longer mattered to them what was alarming them obi-wan felt it before he heard it a trembling of the ground beneath them like frenzied footsteps coming toward them very large footsteps you, may, you have to move fast, the girl said, running forward and taking his hand to tug him along. You can't stay in one place. Otherwise, it figures out where you are. 
Alrighty, that is the kind of base overview for Padawan, um, and just give you guys a little bit of a glimpse, and then we'll dive into we're gonna dive into it here more. So Padawan uh, is with Obi Wan as a Padawan, as I said earlier, and I think this this book has a lot to do with Obi Wan finding out who he is. Um, this book starts off with Obi Wan with other Padawans and him. I'm just trying to like, he feels like he doesn't fit in. He's struggling in his training and he doesn't exactly know what to do. Um, He is frustrated with other Padawans. He's frustrated with his master, Qui-Gon. And Qui-Gon at the time is also apparently fighting with the Jedi Council. And so there's just a lot of turmoil. And um, there's kind of this big secret that gets leaked to Obi-Wan that really troubles him about his apprenticeship to Qui-Gon. And there's just some very interesting things. Um, and I think it's, we are seeing a doubt, a Obi-Wan who is not confident, <laughs> which is kind of weird because Obi-Wan's so confident most of the time. The reason he has the nickname Negotiator and he like he is always confident as a Jedi Knight, as a Jedi Master most of the time, and we see this throughout the Clone Wars. So we see this throughout the um, the prequel movies, and I mean, really, the only time we don't see this is in the Kenobi show. Um, and he even has that air of confidence about him in A New Hope, and so it's kind of weird to see an Obi Wan finding himself, an Obi Wan that doesn't know what to do, and so. Obi-Wan ends up on this mission to Lenara, and this actually has a connection to the Old Republic, uh, or not Old Republic, High Republic time frame, which I thought was super fun. Um, I won't give away what that connection is, but he has this connection, this mission he goes on is a connection to the um, High Republic era, and also, like, he ends up on this mission by himself due to some things going on with Qui-Gon and it's just really hard for him to wrap his mind around and he's struggling with this uh, it talks about how Obi-Wan struggles with meditation which doesn't seem very much like Obi-Wan but he struggles with meditation and quite this is something that Qui-Gon's push on pushes on him he's like hey you need to meditate you need to get better at this and Obi-Wan just struggles at that and it takes him the kind of this adventure that he goes on this quest this um, mission he goes on to Lenara to help him figure that out. And when he gets to Lenara, as we see on the back of the book, he meets these kids, basically, um, these other individuals that are roughly the same age as him, and they go on a trip with her. They kind of work through this mission. He thinks they're using the Force. Lenara has, as a world, has a very intriguing balance, which is also very fun to f- learn about and um, just see how Lenara works as a whole. And throughout this, he uh, gains trust with his new friends on Lenara, and then he also um, he also helps them work through a very difficult time. He wor- helps them work through a time that is very dangerous for them a time that is kind of a make or break situation for them and helps them figure out what their future looks like and um throughout that he is kind of at times his new friends are welcoming at times they're like 
you need to step off because you don't know what how we live you don't know how we function and what we have gone through to be able to survive like we do and so there's also this pushback and through all this in his um through all this he has figured out like hey like I'm starting to find myself. I'm starting to figure out who I am in the force. And it, one thing it talks about in this book is like Obi-Wan's like goal, like his main goal in life is to be a Jedi Knight. Like that's all he wants to do. And throughout this, he's like, okay, like I want to be a Jedi Knight. Like this is my goal. He questions it. It's like, he's even questioning, like, am I even good enough to do this? Like I struggle with some things in the force. Like, am I even good enough to become a Jedi Knight? And we see him transform from that to really understanding what his true purpose is. That his true purpose, I'm not going to get the exact quote right, but he talks about his true purpose isn't just becoming a Jedi Knight, but being in tune with the force and doing what the force has in store for him. And so... Like, yeah, he wants to become a Jedi Knight, but the rank of being a Jedi Knight is not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is doing what the Force has in store for him. And I think that that becomes that turning point for Obi-Wan to realize, like, I can do this. I can connect with the Force. And he starts to be able to do some things he's never been able to done, be, have done before. He gains a new confidence and a new understanding and appreciation of the Jedi in that moment. And... He takes a journey to get there and as he adventures with his friends on Lenara and discovers many new things and all this. And the book ends by him uh, coming back and uniting with Qui-Gon and understands that Qui-Gon understands that this mission was important and Qui-Gon decides not to punish him um, and uses this as a learning experience for Obi-Wan in a way that Obi-Wan doesn't expect. And Obi-Wan's expected to be punished. He's expected to have a potentially very severe punishment for what he did. And But Qui-Gon says, hey, you learned, you, did, you followed what the Force had for you, and I'm not going to punish you for that. And it's just very interesting to see like that side of it. And it's interesting to see how Qui-Gon interacts with Obi-Wan, their relationship, and probably some of the reason that we see how they interact even in um, Phantom Menace and that sort of thing as well. And also when Obi-Wan knows that he can commune with Qui-Gon as, as a force ghost and all of that. And that sort of thing. So it's just very interesting to see how all that plays out. Um, so Qui-Gon, uh, also at this time, like I said, he's fighting with the council. Qui-Gon's master, Count Dooku, uh, which we see some in, um, what am I trying to think of? In Tales of the Jedi, is has left, but is also just back visiting the temple, which causes some tension. With, especially with Qui-Gon having been Dooku's apprentice and there's a little bit of tension in the, at the beginning of this book is like is Qui-Gon leaving the Jedi? Is Obi-Wan not going to have a master? Or are you going to have to get a new master? And So there's some this tension and a lot of like doubt within Obi-Wan throughout this book and so it's just fun to see that and it's fun to see it's fun to see in the sense that because of that we get to see Obi-Wan find himself we get to see Obi-Wan grow 
up in a lot of ways, and we don't really get to see this anywhere else in the Star Wars timeline. Uh, most of the time when we do know it, it's a Obi-Wan, like I said, is confident. He knows what to, he knows what to do. He knows how to uh, interact with whatever the circumstances are, and he knows the best solution. And we find him in a place where he doesn't, where he's struggling, where he is kind of like, oh boy, like, I don't even think I'm good enough to be a Jedi right now. And that is very crucial. And so uh, to end here, to kind of give you guys another, there's actually another summary here I want to read for you guys. I think it will help give you guys some... Uh, more context for this as well instead of me just rambling on. So this is um, this is another publisher summary. This is what it says. Being a teenager is hard enough without also training to be a Jedi. Obi-Wan has not been apprenticed long to Qui-Gon Jinn and he is chaffing at Qui-Gon's training style. All meditation, no action. Obi-Wan yearns to prove himself on a mission, but when he and Qui-Gon are finally set to leave on an assignment, Qui-Gon is nowhere to be found. Angered by his master's abandonment, Obi-Wan sets out on the mission alone. Determined to prove himself on a mysterious planet, he encounters a pack of feral feral force-wielding teens who seem to be the planet's only inhabitants. As he experiences wild freedom with them and wonders if this isn't the life what he was meant for. Obi-Wan can't escape the nagging sense that something is wrong with the Force there. Their their growing attachments, startling revelations, and a looming threat to both the planet and his new friends will bring Obi-Wan face-to-face with his worst fear, that maybe he was never supposed to be a Jedi at all. Can he connect with the living Force in time to save himself and everyone around him? And I think that is a good, that's another good summary of what this book is about. And I think the one thing I'm going to pull out of here is, um, it says, as he experiences wild freedom with his new friends and wonders if this isn't the life he, he was meant for. And there's a point where Obi-Wan's like, I'm just going to stay here on this planet with these new guys, new friends that he's made that have, um, that have taken him in. And with that, he is considering like, okay, I'm just going to leave the Jedi behind. I'm going to stay here. And that is part of his wrestling with this whole thing of whether or not he can be a Jedi. And just this, the last line of last line slash question is, is can he connect with the living force in time to save himself and everyone around him? And this is really the struggle that, uh, everyone is dealing with and so i this is a great book this is more um i think geared towards young young adults um but still a really good read i would uh suggest reading this um and good reads on this is four out of five and so pretty good good reads rating um these are both really good books both uh brotherhood and uh padawan um i would suggest picking both of them up if you get the chance uh and talking about looking at those and just checking them out they're great books great reads and as i said i think i said this earlier is with these like if you these books books can be expensive especially new ones so like go check out your library um and 
see if they have them there. Find I know our my library um, is super awesome, and they got a lot of books on audio, and so I can listen to these books on audio if I want. Um, so like, go check if you prefer audio books. Go check those out. That can be a great option. Um, I listen to a lot of audio books as well as actually read them, but um, that can be a fun option as well. So selfless plug to go check out your local library, see what they have as options, and uh, be able to check out these books and see what they are without actually having to buy them. If you want to buy them, buy them. That's awesome. Um, but if I know some people can be strapped for money, so uh, go check those, check out your library and uh, do what I like to do and get them for free and be able to rent them and do that sort of thing. So um, with that said, that's um, our two books we're going to review for today, um, Brotherhood and Padawan, and I, these are both great reads. Um, if I had to choose one or the other, I'd probably say Brotherhood is my favorite of the two, um, but they're both really good. And so go check them out. Um, and if you're an Obi-Wan fan, you'll love both of these. Um, if you're a Clone Wars fan, you'll probably like both of them, um, especially Brotherhood and that sort of thing. So go check those out. And as always here, um, remember, you can find uh, us on Instagram and Twitter at Ike's Flame, A Star Wars Adventure. And we love to connect with you and chat with you. And next week, we're going to take a step back in the star wars timeline and review uh, a couple books that i uh picked up and dusted them off and uh checked them out this year and so we'll talk about those next week as we do some more book reviews here in november and so that is the episode for today hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll be back with you guys next week and as we always like to say here on likes flame have a great week and light the fire <laughs>